Hello and welcome to the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast, live here from the Media Centre at the World Centre of Racing, the Daytona International Speedway. We are already eight hours into the Rolex 24 at Daytona and it is so, so close. Just at the turn of the eight hour mark into the race, um, we had a full course yellow where the number 38 um, uh, Masson Racing uh, uh, LMP2 car um, unfortunately ended up in the barriers which brought out the safety car and a full course yellow which which has bunched the field back up together again but to be honest it didn't need an awful lot of bunching because the race has been so so close in every class um, in, in, the, in, in the race so let's talk about DPI first so DPI uh, as I mentioned before DPI is the class which is going for outright outright um, honours so oh now I'm just thinking media centre there's free pizza coming in courtesy of Acura so I must go and get that soon but anyway back to the show DPI um, the number 10 Wayne Taylor Racing Cadillac has been very very strong Renger van der Zander, um, absolute mega stint from the Dutchman. He was, you know, after he came out of the car, he was like, you know, you know, he'd really enjoyed his stints. And you know, when a racing driver says the car is on rails, you know they have got a good race car underneath them. But they do not have it all their own way. The number 77 Mazda, uh, the white Edemitsu uh, liveried car, that car is is right there as well so there's dpi you could you just cannot call it right now everyone is in it but the cars that have shown the most pace so far have been the number 10 wayne taylor racing cadillac and the number 77 number 77 mazda team yost lmp2 has been interesting because the number 52 pr1 maths and motorsports um orica has been very very quick particularly with ben keating behind the wheel and it's been imperious in terms of of pace however they have been reeled in by the number eight starworks machine and interestingly starworks uh they've been very clever they've got their bronze rated driver john ferrano they've got some good hours underneath his belt um early on in the race whilst keeping hold of the lead so why is that important well in IMSA uh, like many sports car races if you have a bronze rated driver so an FIA bronze rated driver uh, is usually an amateur driver a gentleman driver you might call them as well um, who are maybe financially helping um, the, the the effort and that's certainly the case in LMP2 uh, but what Starworks have done is is that they've got their, their amateur driver in and got lots of out of his hours in early. So it's basically each driver has a minimum amount of time they can drive uh, and that must be completed by the end of the race for the result to stand. So when it comes down to the end of the race, you want to have that well out of the way and have your fastest possible driver to go for the win. So in the case of the number eight Starworks car, that would be Nico Lapierre, their platinum grade driver uh, or Ryan DL, their gold rated driver, both of which um, will likely share the latter part of the driving. So they're, the fact that they're close to the lead, but have those, um, but have that, that minimum drive trend taken up by their bronze driver is very, very good. Also, the number 81 Dragon Speed car, um, the uh, Harrison Newey, son of legendary designer Adrian Newey, had a really good stint in the number 81 car. Um, I was watching out on track, uh, and he was he was holding 
um, holding station with um, with Nico Lapierre behind the wheel of the number eight Starworks car. And Nico Lapierre is a multiple Le Mans winner and is arguably the best LMP2 driver in the world. Uh, and Harrison Newey, a young man, um, was driving exceptionally well, keeping pace with the number eight Starworks car. So LMP2s developing into a really interesting three-way fight. And don't forget that in the number 81 Dragon Speed car, they have Colin Brown, who's got really good experience at the Rolex 24. GTLM has been absolutely incredible. It's been more like a touring car race, um, as, as can often be the case in GTLM. Uh, GTLM is a pro class with the best drivers, uh, best GT drivers in the world. There are no restrictions on um, bronze, silver, gold drivers. You can fill your car up with the best drivers you can, and that's exactly what the car manufacturers do. So, uh, GTLM has been made mainly been a three-way fight between the number 24 BMW, the RLL BMW. Great to see the BMW M8 showing some brilliant pace and and fighting tooth and nail with both the 911 Porsche and the 912 Porsche. You know, the new 911 RSR Porsche twin turbo has been really, really impressive. 911 Nick Tandy, number 912 with El Bamber, Lawrence Vantor has been absolutely exceptional. And as I say, watching out on track, sometimes those three cars were going three wide through the very fast left-hander called the Kink here at Daytona. However, the new Corvettes are really close by as well. The number three Corvette was right in that lead battle with Nicky Katzberg behind the wheel, um, but unfortunately was involved in a small incident heading into turn one with a GTD car. Um, but they're, after that full course caution, they're right in there as well. The number four Corvette hasn't quite had the ultimate pace throughout the day, but is, is now starting to, starting to heat up in pace as the night gets cooler and darker. So GTLM, it looks like it's going to be one of those classic GTLM races where no one's got any pace advantage and it's just going to go like a touring car race for now until tomorrow afternoon. Finally, in GTD, um, again, another Pro-Am class like LMP2. And often, if you look at the lap times in GTD, the difference between the top gold or platinum driver be, uh, being in the car and the bronze-rated driver can be massive. And we certainly saw that with the number 19 gear racing Lamborghini of um, Catherine Legg. Once Catherine got into the car, she was fourth of, out of four drivers, she was the fourth into the car. And you up the pace of that car straight away and started to climb that car from, it was dead last uh, at one point. Um, and and Catherine's dragged that up into the top six or seven. So that was, and holding really strong pace, very similar to uh, the leaders. But the, the standout car uh, in at the start of the race um, for the first few hours was the number nine Faf Porsche, but um, now the number 48 Paul Miller Racing Lamborghini has been very, very strong indeed. Um, with now, with um, just as I, as I came in uh, to the media centre with Madison Snow on board, who's regarded as one of the fastest silver drivers uh, in the class, and between him and Brian Sellers, uh, Spencer, um, sorry, um, uh, him and Brian Sellers in the in that car, they've they've been doing incredibly well. Not far away uh, is the number 12 uh, AIM, AIM Vassar Sullivan Lexus and also the 63 uh, Ferrari, WeatherTech Ferrari, uh, is not far away as well. Still plenty of time to go. It's a long race. It's a very long night here at Daytona. Unlike at Le Mans in the middle of the summertime when you only have a few hours of darkness, 
uh, here at Daytona it's a very very long night um, about 13 hours of darkness um, which we're right in the middle of at the moment I will keep you updated when we hit half distance uh, uh, with another update um, I hope you're enjoying watching the race if you are uh, if not check it out uh, on imza.tv um, where you can get live coverage or you can get radio coverage uh, via RadioLeMond.com from those guys. So thanks very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the race.